0: Appreciate you coming again today. Uh, obviously, we're excited to be back in the game week. Uh, obviously, for our guys, last week was a very important week. And like I said, after that Memphis game, uh, the bye week, really, we felt like it came at a great time for us. And that wasn't just lip service. We we had a lot to learn from in those two games. And I think that, that being the bye week and the timing it worked out, it really couldn't have been much better um, because it really helped us. Uh, to have that pause really in our season and be able to try to address some things that we felt like we needed to make sure that we were tightening up as we move forward. Um, You know, we practiced heavy on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of last week. Uh, We we were a little bit lighter on Thursday and Friday, and then we came back and practiced again heavy on Saturday. So we had a pretty heavy week last week. Um, I was really impressed. Um, I thought we were productive in every one of those workouts, and I was impressed with the approach that our team took. I think a lot of that – uh, really comes back down to kind of the leaders that we got on our team right now. We've got some really good leaders on this football team, which I've been around a lot of good football teams that I've been on that we haven't had leaders. And uh, really I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with that right now. We've got some leaders that have done a n- nice job setting, setting kind of the culture around here, which uh, we need to continue to do that. But we've got some guys that have done a nice job there. Uh, and because of that, we were productive. I, I really also, I think I got to take my hat off to Coach uh, Jackson and his staff. They did a great job all week. We lifted them a bunch last week, uh, trying to continue to develop them, and uh, they handled it well. They really did. Uh, you know, our goals, goals for the bye week were very specific. There were a lot of things that we were looking for in that week, and we sat down as a staff and we set goals. Um, like we said last week, we're always trying to be fair, consistent, and demanding in what we're asking for from our guys. But at the same time, we want them to have fun and enjoy a great game. And we wanted to make sure that we created all those things and the elements of practice last week so we could get better in all areas of the game. Um, You know, a couple of things that we we really wanted to focus on was continuing to cultivate a competitive environment um, at all positions. Uh, We also wanted to be very deliberate with our practice methods uh, in an attempt to improve our performance. So... In order to do that, we wanted to make sure that we were emphasizing the right things. So the number one thing was emphasizing accurate execution, along with great effort, but accurate execution, doing things and doing them right, getting things done correctly. So technique, alignment, assignment, all the details that go into accurately executing, that was a big deal. Uh, We talked about that uh, with our kids a ton, but we wanted to do more than just get through it. So... We wanted to make sure that we had methods by which to make sure we were improving, having a measurement tool to do that. So uh, we did some unique things, some things that we have not, I had not seen done you know, with our teams before. Uh, we tracked all of our things such as MAs, technique, um, technique issues, loafs, hand placement, every detail that comes down to executing their job correctly, we tracked it. And every time there was, a, uh, there was an inability to execute that correctly, uh, we tracked that and we kept that and we logged it up down for each one of those mistakes uh, But we also wanted to make sure that we stressed the importance of our guys to understand that that is football You're gonna make mistakes at, at times So we wanted them to understand that you got to keep playing and the most important play is got to be the next play. so we tried to create uh, incentive for them to continue to keep playing so In between our our practice uh, periods, we created very specific competitions that had to do with things we needed to improve in as well, like accuracy from our quarterbacks. So we put those guys through accuracy competitions that would allow them to gain up-downs back for their team. So they kept playing. And then, you know, we'd do things like directional punting. So if our punters were able to directionally punt successfully and put the ball where we wanted it put so we could cover uh, um, effectively, then they would be able to gain up-downs back for their team. Same thing, you know, we, we tried to make it fun with them. You know, field goal kickers, same thing. You know, I think Wyman made a 65-yard-plus field goal last week, which was a big deal, and, I mean, those guys believe in that guy right now. And that was something that I thought was really good for us. We even had a little fun. We had a big man, red zone seven on seven, that got pretty competitive between the offensive lineman and defensive lineman, and they were able to gain up-downs back for the offensive side and the defensive side. Uh, I mean, our coaches got involved. We had some accuracy throws that I won't tell you how those went. (laughs) But uh, Leaper actually got involved. He was involved in one of the the games. And, you know, the kids, they really enjoyed – I think they enjoyed that. And it kind of kept them going and kept them practicing. And I thought that was one of the best things our coaches came up with was how do we track – the issues that we're having, but then still motivate them to continue to play the next play because that's going to be the most important thing. And I think that helped us by understanding that we're never out of it. You always have a shot, so keep playing. And, you know, our goal was to end the day with zero up-downs. And we didn't accomplish it the first day, but we did the second, which was good. You want to see it decline. So hopefully that translates into us being more effective as we move forward. Uh, We wanted to stress to our kids that this is a fun game. Man, you need to have fun doing it. And winning's fun. So we wanna create a winning culture and we, we need to understand how important that is to us and our, our stakeholders here. So we wanna create the ways to be successful and uh, create that type of fun by being accurate. Um, you know, finally, you know, we, we wanted to finish with the understanding of the, the fact that we value production, just like the world does. Um, We're going to go by what we see, not what people say, not what people say outside of our room, but what we see out there in terms of who is producing. I think there's a great example. Tyler Patrick, who caught, I want to say, five or six passes last week. Uh, that wasn't an accident. I mean, he went from the scout team two weeks ago to playing for us and being productive. Uh, and he's a great testament to why you continue to work and you just you have to produce. And, man, that's a great deal by him. He's not the only one. Larry Hughes is another guy. I mean, there's there's several new faces out there that have earned their way, that come back to the whole competition of earning their way. So – We really put a lot of emphasis on going back to our plan on how we're going to get this done and really focusing in on some of the things that we've struggled with as we went into those first game weeks. Um, You know, I really liked the mentality and the approach of our players last week. I thought they worked to improve every day, not to just get through it. That was something that was important for me to see. Uh, Anybody can go through two hours of workout. Not just anybody can get a lot out of it and try to get better individually. So I was pleased with them there. Uh, It tells me kind of that we're on the right track, uh, and we've got some good leaders on the team that are helping us with that. So uh, very productive week. You know, our coaches spent the balance of the week Thursday and Friday on the road all over the country. Man, those guys have been – they have worked their tails off. Uh, They haven't got to see their families just a whole lot, (laughs) but – you know they understand that when they get into it, but they they really have they worked their tails off we got to go see a bunch of good friends and see a lot of good football not only around the state of Kansas but really throughout the country. We did it Thursday and Thursday night, Friday night you know common nights for high school football got to see some uh, some really good players, which was fun. Uh, and then really get to see some old friends, which was good, and continue to develop those relationships, and then some Saturday night, which were good as well. So uh, I thought the week was extremely productive. I'm proud of our entire program because we made strides and we got better this week. Uh, So that was good. We needed to do that heading into our next opponent, who – is Rutgers and uh, you know this uh, it's gonna be a great place to go play and it's a it's a birthplace of college football uh... it's gonna be a great environment lots of history there i think it's homecoming for them and letter winners weekend so I know that place will be – it'll be rocking and it'll be full. It's it's a great environment. I know our kids are looking forward to that next opportunity and it happens to be on the road. And and, uh, obviously it's a road game, so it's something a little bit different. I think that helps them with their juice level a little bit. So uh, I know they're excited about that moving forward. They're a really good football team offensively, defensively on special teams. Um, You know, offensively, I like their quarterback. I think the guy can throw the ball. I think he does a really nice job moving the ball around. I read a lot of things that say other things, but I like him. I think the guy's a good player. He throws it well. Uh, he leads the Big Ten in completion percentage. Um, you know, they average 23 first downs a game. I mean, they're, they're a productive offense. Uh, defensively, man, they got some really good players. Their defensive tackle's coming off injury. Uh, Darius Hamilton, uh, he just came back off injury. Man, you can tell that guy's a difference maker. I mean, he was a really good player for them last year. Uh, man, he's a good player. They got another defensive end. Number 58, That uh, man, that guy's a really good one. He's a good one. we got to know where that guy is, and we've got we to have a good plan for him. Uh, he's a good player. They, you know, they've got a young secondary, but those guys are all capable. I think their linebackers are a good, solid crew. Uh, they run to the ball well, and they're very well coached. Coach Flood has done a tremendous job there. His record there speaks for itself in terms of what he's done production-wise, wins and losses, so it'll be a great challenge for us. Uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna benefit from the return of of a couple of guys. Uh, hopefully we'll get Bobby Hartsock back this week. We think th- things are looking pretty good for him. Uh, not totally sure on it yet, but I think we're looking pretty good there. Uh, we're fairly healthy, which is pretty good. I think uh, Josh Stanford's the only guy that's still kind of banged up a little bit. Uh, he, he'll kind of be a game time decision or. A travel decision when we see how he moves around today and tomorrow, uh, but other than that, you know our guys have done a good job taking care of their bodies, and uh, we're fairly healthy heading into the game. So that kind of gives you a little bit of an overview of those guys. The last thing I want to say is, is uh, those guys. I tell you, we have really got to do a great job in the third that we take a lot of pride in, which is the special teams area. Uh, they've scored. Uh, numerous touchdowns on re- kick returns They have one of the most explosive kick returners in the country Janarius Grant He will be a great challenge to stop We've had him every week <laughs> Every week we have played a very explosive returner And our guys have answered the bell uh, And we've got to do a great job this week uh, This guy I mean he kept him in the game Against uh, Washington State Almost by himself With some of the crazy things he did in the return game Very explosive man What a great player to, to watch uh, we've got to hem him up on punt returns and kickoff returns. He's a talented guy, uh, but they, you know, they create a lot of pressure in their punt protection or in their punt rush, which creates some of those big returns. And uh, you know, they led the country last year, if I'm not mistaken, in, in block kicks. So uh, they're very aggressive. Take a very NFL approach to that. Uh, it'll be a great, great matchup between our special teams and their special teams. We'll really get to see where we are this week because they do a really good job there. So. Um, that's something that, you know, you might want to take note of because they do a great job there, and he's he an explosive guy. So with that being said, it gives you a little bit of background about what we did last week and kind of what we're looking forward to this week. So uh, let's take a few questions.
1: You, you said yesterday morning on the call that, that you felt pretty good about how you prepared these guys to go on the road. How do you do that? Uh, you know, short of packing their bags and putting them on a plane, I'm sure you haven't done that extent. So how do you prepare them for a road trip and, and what's kind of coming their way?
0: Well, you know, you really don't change much when it comes to how you prepare throughout the week. The change comes on, on Friday when you're traveling. So there are some things that you obviously prepare them for with regard to what the next day is going to look like, what are the steps going to look like, and how are we going to change our walkthrough in terms of where we're going to do it. Those are really the only things. So it's just giving them, giving them that kind of information. Uh, but we really don't change a thing. Um, and I know that most teams don't. Uh, you know, we don't go to the stadium when we get to the place – we're going to get there in plenty of time to see where the 40-second clocks are. So we, we, don't, we don't spend a lot of time over there. We go in there and we get ready just like we do for any, any game. And, uh, and we try to make sure that we minimize our distractions. And, you know, that might be the biggest thing that I want to make sure that our guys understand because, you know, a, over a third of this team, this is their first time to travel here at KU. Uh, this, this is their first time to go on a road game. So that's good, and that's also a challenge at times because they really some of them don't know what to expect. They haven't been in a new stadium. We got a lot of new faces, particularly some new freshmen freshmen that haven't played college football in other venues other than this yet. So that'll be new for them. But you know, also uh, know that you know they don't know anything about the past, which is not a bad thing because over almost half that team, if not more, don't know anything about the past. And the truth of the matter is, the past doesn't determine the future for us. You know, that was what it was. I was here the last time we run a road game, and, you know, that is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. So uh, that's not going to determine how we play in this football game. It's going it's to matter when we show up and we execute accurately and we do it with great effort and, and we outplay them. You know, that's what's going to make the difference. Yeah,
1: maybe you talked about that at the beginning of losing streak. Is that something you address with your team at all? Obviously, it's something you inherited.
0: Man, it's not, and not at all. And it's not something that I really have given too much thought to until I just said it just a second ago. You know, it's, uh, I read it, you know, on Twitter this morning. You know, and it's, it's in your face every now and then because of Twitter and things like that, you know, when we're recruiting. But, you know, that's one of those things that uh, I don't think I really, our kids really think a whole lot about that either. Uh, you know, and we don't allow them to. I mean, that has nothing to do with them. It really doesn't. So if it was a 30-game win streak or a 30-game lose streak, you'd like to be on the other side of it, but really, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. That What happens that day is what's going to matter.
1: Uh, Briscoe, I think, had a big game in your last road win. Um, to recruit a player of that caliber, is it harder now to do after so many years of losing than it was when you guys had it going already?
0: You know, I don't think so. I mean, and as I go back and I remember recruiting uh, Desmond Briscoe, I wasn't here at KU. I, I was so fortunate to inherit him. I think Tim Beck actually was the one who signed him out of Dallas. He wasn't a highly recruited guy. I mean, he was actually kind of a late pick, late pickup by them because we were recruiting him a little bit at Rice until um, the very end there. And then he kind of picked up a, a KU. You know, the truth of the matter is, I think it really lies in evaluation. You know, in terms of the highly ranked guys, sometimes they fit what you're looking for and sometimes they don't. And then I think the courage lies in knowing what you're looking for. Uh, I think Gary Patterson, those guys at TCU have done a great job evaluating. Uh, There's some really good evaluators in, in uh, in this game. Uh, those guys over in kansas state they 've done a great job evaluating. They get people that fit what they 're looking for same thing with gary and you know we 're going to do the same things in terms of how how highly they're they 're rated we don 't control that, uh, so we really look for really good football players who we think fit what we 're trying to get done here so um, i I will say this: the men that you employ as those recruiters and the relationship building skills that they have and the the uh, the sincerity and, and who they truly are, I think, makes a big difference in whoever you're recruiting. And I'm, I'm really happy that we got the guys we got because those guys have good skills in that area.
1: Did, did, uh, when you're assembling your staff, you probably already had a good idea of the evaluation skills with a lot of them. But how do you try to find that out you some of the staff?
0: You know, that's not not as difficult to find out as you as you think. You really can kind of – you, you watch their track record as you kind of get to know them in terms of who they're bringing in and who they're maybe responsible for recruiting or who they were partially responsible for recruiting. And then how are those guys producing? You know, how are those guys producing? And there's guys in our profession that produce at a high level. And, boy, I tell you what, they're, they're at a premium, you know. Uh, we, we've got several of them on our staff. Reggie Mitchell's been doing it for a long time, and he's highly sought after because he's got a really good eye, and he, he does a great job of evaluating. I mean, we've been pretty good at running back here, you know, for a long time, through the thick and the thin. And there's been one common denominator over these last few years, and he's been a running back coach. They continue to produce. I think a lot of that has to do with his eye and his ability to coach. And I've said it before, that guy's way underrated as a football coach, way underrated. He's really good. David, getting, uh,
1: getting back to some of the stuff you tracked last week, um, so I'm guessing—is you just have your GAs out there writing all this stuff down? And was there any common theme? Was there something that you saw pop up, pop up again and again? As something?
0: Yeah, you—you got to utilize your personnel to be able to make sure that all that happens. And you know, we're very fortunate here that we have we have unbelievable resources at this university, which is great. So we have the people we need in place. It's just a matter of making sure that you execute that plan. Uh, you know, the thing that we really wanted to see is we wanted to see proper execution. You know, were you spilling when you were supposed to spill and were you spilling correctly? When you were wrong arming the play, were you wrong, wrong arming it with proper technique or were you just kind of wrong arming it with straight legs and being able to maximize the, the technique that was supposed to be used to be able to put that ball carrier where we need him to be for the free hitter to be there? Defensively, conversely, offensively, are you know are are we hugging tight on our split zone play? Do we do a good job there, or is there air between you and the line? You know, uh, with releases, are we taking a little bit of a false step as we come off the ball? How are we how are we utilizing our hands versus press coverage coming off the ball? You know, just a lot of little details that you don't think about until uh, what well, we always do as coaches, but I'm not sure that. Uh, it's it's common to think about on the out, in the outside world that those things, they definitely matter. And as we go back and we look at the tape, every one of our issues are based on just not accurately executing. So we as coaches have to do a great job of making sure we are clearly communicating what we want. So we go back and we self-assess all the time as well. So we did that on Sunday as we looked at how we're telling them what we're telling them. Are those things getting through? Are we telling them too much? we tell them too little? You know, we, we go back and continually to assess how are we getting that information over to them. And if we're telling them too much, then we have to be, we, you know, we've got to put our pride aside and say, you know what, this guy can handle this much information. Let's see if he plays better this way. And, you know, that's why we got the right guys on our staff. Nobody takes that personally in there. We all talk about how we can get better each day. So that's, that's really what the purpose was.
1: It sounded like guys bought in pretty quickly to the, the earnest philosophy and sort of mantra that you brought here. Um, are you getting the response that you that you hope for or that you want? You mentioned Larry and, and Larry Hughes, and, and you know, you, I mentioned him because you brought him up after that game of, of Larry Hughes playing every snap there. Are you getting the response from those guys that are seeing their spot taken from them and then bouncing back uh, in, in, in the way you want it to happen?
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, we absolutely are seeing it, you know. Um, Larry I'm, pl- I'm proud of Larry Larry's come back and responded I mean he doesn't he doesn't like that feeling you know which is good and I think that we help him as a as a player moving forward because it's going to teach him some life skills about you better get up and run because somebody around you is running you know and you're only going to get what you what you what you earn so uh, it really is starting to kind of make that mantra come true you know same thing at wide receiver I mean we've got you know Tyler Patrick. I don't know that I talked about him one time in fall camp to the media, but I just watched him improve over and over. Darius Crawley, same thing. You know, I mean, I saw him just continue to steadily improve uh, as as we went through fall camp, and he's been quietly a fairly productive guy for us. Uh, you know, which is which is what you want to see. You want to start seeing those that that philosophy take over. And I said, you know, that goes the same way with, with our production as a team. You know, we weren't just going to walk in here and snap our fingers and say, earn it's going to create wins. you got to go earn it. You have to go beat people. And the way you do that is you have to focus on how you get that done. You don't just get to show up and be in nice uniforms and go out there and play when there's 50,000 people out there and expect it to work. Uh, you got to earn that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And, you know, we have been working towards that. I think we're starting to understand more now that it takes even more than what we've given before. And the good news is our guys are willing to give it.
1: How has um, Coach Flood suspended for this game and several of their players have been dismissed? How has, that, how has that impacted your preparation for
0: them? Zero. I mean, you know, that they've got a great staff over there. Uh, he does a really good job. He's been very productive there. They've won a bunch of games. they put a ton of guys in the NFL. They have got really good talent over there. Now, they're in a hotbed of talent, obviously. But he does a great job getting those guys to Rutgers. Uh, and he's a really good leader. I mean, those guys have done a good job. You, you saw guys straining on every play on the tape the other night. You saw accurate execution. You didn't see a lot of MAs or bust. I mean, and you can see that when you know what you're looking for. Um, you know, those guys th- those guys did not look different to me. Uh, and I think that 's a testament to him he 's done a nice job of preparing those guys, whether he 's there or not uh, and I think the other guys did a really nice job of carrying the torches he you know as he had he had to set out for that game um, i haven 't seen a, a big difference in that regard now, in terms of player and personnel, you know when they lost some of those other pe- people, somebody else is going to get plugged in there, and you know from our standpoint we don 't control who they 're playing we just control. What we're doing, so we try to focus a lot on that, and not necessarily on that. Other than just being aware of what their potential is and who the problems are that we really need to be aware of to kind of, kind of stop some some problems that could arise for us. So if that makes sense.
1: David, I, I know you probably have no idea what's going on with Rutgers right now, but um, when you were here in, in two thousand nine, you guys kind of went through a situation where there was a lot of distractions during the season with the coaching staff. Does that does that weigh on the players? Do you think um, in terms of when, the, when there's all this kind of talk and all these things going on on the outside?
0: You know, I know it didn't with us. I mean, and I think that was because of our leadership. I mean, we, I think our coaches did a good job through that process, which I'm sure their coaches are too. Um, and, and honestly, those kids, those kids are resilient, and they work their tails off every day. Our kids work their tails off every day. We had good leaders, and I, I'm pretty sure that, you know, the, the effect is minimal. I mean, I, I, just as I watch the tape, you don't see a bunch of guys loafing. You don't see guys out of position. You don't see guys that look like they've been affected by it in in a negative way, you know.
1: You mentioned it, um, and I want to ask you about it just because of the historic situation here. It happens here when people come to play KU basketball. They talk about James Naismith. They bring their teams here. They look around. They, they get that nostalgic feeling and such. Uh, are you taking advantage of that with these guys, sort of in the bigger picture way of it, just because you mentioned the birthplace of college football there is Is there any time for that or not really?
0: Not a lot, but, you know, it is, it is what it is. If you value the game, then the history is important. And, you know, so we'll, we have talked a little bit about that, but more in a, hey, man, look what a great, a great opportunity we have. You know, more in a, just an appreciation value of, man, where we're at, what we're getting to do how blessed we are to be able to play this game. And, you know, what, you know, compared to what most some people are going through in this world, man, we got it really, really good. And we're getting to go experience something not a lot of people get to do. How have the quarterbacks
1: looked over the last few weeks? Just, you mentioned the competition-wise.
0: <laughs> competitive. Uh, you know, I like those guys. I like them because they all, they, all, uh, they all are for each other. They're not selfish. They all want to play. Uh, but they're pushing each other, just like all the rest of the positions. That's that's been that's been good. It's been good to see that at the quarterback position. It's been good to see it at the wide receiver position. It's good to see it in the secondary where Michael Glazac's talked. He's taken over as a starter for us. Uh, you know, there's been some competition that you know the fruits of people's labor have benefited them. You know, so it's going to continue to happen this week. And how, about, how
1: about Kozar specifically? Obviously, he talked about you know he had a bad performance a weeks ago. And-
0: I think he's worked really hard to improve. I think he's been very deliberate in practice, which he's tried to work on the things that he hasn't done really very well in the games previous, and he's tried to build on the strengths that he's had. Uh, so it's been good watching him continue to try to build himself as a quarterback, uh, you know, as, long, as well as the rest of the guys. The rest of the guys have done a good job there too. DeAndre's done a nice job. Uh, Ryan Willis, as young as he is, He's got a long way to go, but he's making steps each day, and that's all we can ask for.
1: The kicking platoon seems to be working out real well. Did you have any concerns about the kicker's confidence not always kicking or anything coming into
0: the season? You know, I really did initially, but the way that Coach Hyman and and our staff has approached it is we we see those guys as, as weapons for us, and we see them as very major parts of our football team, and we treat them as such. We put them on display a lot. I mean, they were on display every day last week, every day last week. And you know, we want to make sure those guys, when they go out there, they know that this team believes in them. And because of that, I don't think it ever surfaced. I, I was concerned about it, to be honest with you. But I think each one of those kickers have kind of, they've kind of taken their, their own. Identity and and they've ran with it Uh, You know those guys believe in Bartolotta they call him Yoda I mean he's an interesting Story (laughs) those guys love that Dude he is a you know he's got a great personality And they love him Wyman they love him I mean he is a Very well those guys are very well respected Members of our team and they need to be Those guys are such crucial parts Of our team them along with Jordan Goldberg And Wartell those guys I mean those guys are Right in the middle of the Key players on our football team all the time because They are key players and we we try to we try to build that with the, with the team. Let's
1: take two more questions. Keon's obviously off to a great start, and DeAndre's been fine and right there with him too. But Taylor Cox, have you been able to get him any time?
0: None yet. Out. You know, uh, Hopefully we can get him in when he's completely ready. I okay. think the big thing is making sure that he's ready okay. you know, and not pressing that too hard too fast because we've seen how that yeah. how that that happens, particularly with some of the injuries he's got, he's had to go through. So
1: that, that's been an issue, just not
0: yeah. all the way back. Yeah, just okay. got to get him – to where he's ready to go. Um,
1: injuries, you, get, you said Hartzog, Stanford, and we have Purdue from Houston. I guess he, what were the injuries on those two, the first two, and then Purdue? Where is he
0: at? Uh, Purdue still just got to compete to win a spot. He just hadn't hadn't won it yet, and he hadn't done anything negative in our mind. He just hasn't been able to produce like the other guys in front of him yet. So he just continuing to work, and we're seeing him get better. Uh, you know, Josh, he just he's banged up. I think he, he twisted his ankle last week, and it's, you know, he's just not completely back yet. We'll see how long it takes him to get there. Bobby, hopefully he'll be back this week ready to go. We're, we're, uh, we're optimistic that he'll be ready to go. Wayne, does
1: he have them?
0: Uh, he, he had a concussion.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Thank you, All right.
1: Thank you,
0: Thank you sir. Thank you all. See you out there today.